0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Try My Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch.
1: I'm Elizabeth Lynch.
0: You know, I need to consciously tell myself to slow down What I'm doing that intro.
1: That's really funny because when we were testing, you said it as fast as like like the Hot Wheels commercial guy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm a very fast talker.
1: You are a fast talker.
0: And so I start...
1: Fast walker? <laughs> yes. It's very hard for me to keep up with him. It's not just that he's a fast walker, that his strides are so much longer than mine. (laughs) Well. You have long legs, I have short legs. Yeah. But also you just are like fast.
0: Yeah, I am fast. Got some
1: place to be, you know? (laughs) Very urgent.
0: Time's a-wasting, darling.
1: Mm. Yeah. What is time, you know?
0: (laughs) What is time?
1: Do Do you have a little sweet tooth? You know I do. <laughs> fun fact, I, well, I mean, I've always liked sweets, but not until after I had a baby did I need to have a sweet, like, a lot.
0: I thought you always like a little something sweet.
1: I always like a little something sweet, because you used to <laughs> make fun of me after dinner. I always wanted a little something sweet, but it could be like a bite of chocolate. Yeah. No, no, no. When I was breastfeeding, I needed an entire Kit Kat. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, I don't. Never think went ever, away. I've never had a part of a Kit Kat and not finish the whole thing. So
1: yeah, I suppose that's true.
0: Um, I mean, that's their slogan, right? Once you pop, you can't stop.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. them. Hmm. Sponsor us. <laughs> Sponsored by Kit Kat
0: <laughs> or Pringles. I don't care.
1: <laughs> Whichever one. TCBY treats. <laughs> yeah. You know.
0: well Throwback.
1: Throwback. What a throwback. Only uh, the real, real listeners would get that one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you could even make it out when our sound quality was absolute shite.
1: Hey, <laughs> it was fine. You could hear us. <laughs> we thought it sounded good.
0: <laughs> we're talking about this, of course, because we're reviewing the pilot to Sweet Tooth on Netflix.
1: Yeah. I, so when we saw, saw this trailer the other day, I was hoping that it was going to be a TV show. And then it just seemed like such an epic trailer. And then it was like Sweet Tooth. I was like, oh, this is a movie. Ah. But it's uh it's not.
0: It's not. It's, it's a, a show. <laughs> series
1: and we got to watch the pilot.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing the first trailer for this a while back and thinking like it kind of looked cool, but I wasn't totally sold on the hybrid animal human hybrid thing. Yeah. I didn't know if it was going to be really playing to children or if it was going to be a little bit more adult.
1: Yeah. I, I I had kind of the same feeling when we watched it, I was saw the the trailer, I was like, uh and then I was also like, Oh, this looks really kinda of cool. Yeah. Like they're doing it well. And right. like I said, it seems like such an epic trailer. Like I thought it was a movie trailer. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, I had my reservations as well. Cause we've seen that done really poorly in that one show we watched with the fairies and the um where oh, there were yes. like, like spiral ears and stuff like that, where it's just like so stupid and gimmicky. <laughs> yeah. But this wasn't like that. I mean, it did freak me out to see the babies in the nursery.
0: Oh, yeah. All
1: like with like a, with like a, an owl nose, like an owl beak mm, yeah. as a nose. <laughs> but anyway.
0: All right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> we haven't got that yet. That's at the end of my first paragraph of notes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there is a narrator throughout the first episode. Yeah. I don't think we actually find out who the narrator is. It's just kind of like a deep.
1: It's James m- Brolin.
0: I know, but like who it is in the world. If it is oh, someone. Oh,
1: right. Yeah. I mean, he's listed as just as the narrator. Okay. Like in the
0: credits. Yeah. So. Well, I guess there goes that mystery. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see, but that's all it says. So this is also based off of a comic book. I say also because everything's based off of a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um,
0: it's based off of a limited run graphic novel. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. A, a, a comic book. <laughs> so the narration starts and it tells us, it starts to tell us the story of this doctor and how a deadly virus begins sweeping across the world. And, you know, we see the doctor at home in the hospital. And when he gets home one night, his wife is in the hallway, like clearly sick. Yeah. And so he realizes that she must have the virus. He rushes her to the hospital amid, like, zombie movie level chaos. Like, they go out the front door and there's people screaming and running down the street and houses are on fire and (laughs) all this This crazy stuff. This is, like, how
1: every movie portrays
0: the end of the the world. world. (laughs) Like,
1: I don't know. It's hard for me to not, like, draw some kind of comparison from this to, like, the current pandemic. That we're in because like now we are in a pandemic.
0: Where was everyone's mask?
1: Right? (laughs) That's the thing. Don't they know that? Um, But it's like, it wasn't, I mean, obviously this is like hyped up for drama, but I'm like trying to think like now that I know what it's like to live through a pandemic. It's like, right. well, why are buildings blowing up? (laughs) It's like, why is there fire in the background? Why is everyone running in the street? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not like Godzilla's coming through. You yeah, know, I, it's I, like everyone's in their homes trying to not get sick. Right? Like, <laughs> it seemed a little bit crazy,
0: I but mean, I guess. Like, if... remember
1: Bird Box?
0: Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> just...
1: That yeah. made a little more sense though, because people would just like, like, get sick and then kill themselves. So, like, <laughs> it was like they're driving into. Telephone polls on purpose. Right, right. Spoiler alert, Bird Box. Whatever. Whatever, who cares? (laughs) Don't watch it. (laughs) Don't watch it. We don't recommend. Um, But like, that made a little bit more sense for there to be chaos, but I just didn't understand what all the chaos was here.
0: I, I guess if the virus really surfaced and within like 24 hours, it was just like spreading across the entire globe. Yeah. If it was like that level then maybe there is chaos and people are rushing to get to a hospital or to get to their families or something like that. But like, yeah, the explosions and the houses on fire. It was like a little bit, a (laughs) little bit much. So while he's at the hospital, uh, a nurse comes into one of the rooms he's in and and asks him like, are you a doctor? I I think I need your help. And she takes him to the nursery window and he looks inside and all of the babies have some kind of animal features to them. So, like, they all look like human babies, except one has, like, porcupine quills on its back. Right. One has, like, an owl or a bird beak.
1: It basically looks like an Ann Gettys photo. Do you remember those?
0: Uh, describe it to me.
1: Okay. So, remember, I feel like this was really big in the 90s, but Anne Geddes was this photographer and she would photograph babies as, like, I want to say mostly flowers,
0: Oh, I... But do you
1: remember what I'm talking about? Yes. 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 But I feel like there might have been some like animal thing, (laughs) but that's what it looked like to me. Like a very cutesy, like newborn photo shoot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There was like a chimpanzee baby. Um,
1: An owl and the owl had like wings.
0: Feathers. Yeah. Instead of arms. Yeah. So everyone suspected that the virus and the hybrids were somehow connected, but no one really knew which came first. Did the hybrids bring the virus or did the virus cause the hybrids? Nobody knew. And so they began testing on the kids. That's where the narration ends. Mm -hmm. Well, at least for now, title sequence. And then we go into the real part of the story, the narrator tells us, is the story of a hybrid boy named Gus, who looks totally human except he's part deer. So he has pointed furry ears and little tiny antlers starting to to come up.
1: And he's... A cute kid. He is a cute kid. Oh yeah. my god, this kid's yeah. so cute.
0: And the father, when all this was going down, took him away from civilization to go live in the wilderness of Yellowstone, hidden away from anyone who feared hybrids, which was a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's like a cute montage of them living alone, Gus growing up. The dad is like really fun and playful, but also like extremely protective and nervous about everything. Yeah. And teaching him how to be cautious about hiding from humans or running away from signs of danger, things like that. Yeah. And so we fast forward a couple times throughout his childhood, and now he's seven years old. And he's asking about the outside world beyond the big fence they live inside. I don't know what the origin of the fence was.
1: So he found this spot, and this fence had like a split in it. And then once they like found their house, he went back and like sealed up like the... Gotcha. Like he mended the fence, basically.
0: And so the dad tells him that, you know, there were these bad people. And so nature had to light the world on fire, basically. And that's what it is outside the fence. Yeah. Uh, Bad people are still out there. Uh, And
1: he kind of describes it as like, you know, people, there were these bad people and they took whatever they wanted from the earth, basically. Yeah. And Yeah. So nature made everyone sick. He talks about, like, nature basically, like, as, like, their god, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh, Gus also calls a female doe his mama.
1: hmm
0: And we see, you know, like, he has some deer-like abilities. Like, he yeah. hears things in the woods and, like, his deer ears perk up. So he has, yeah. like, really sensitive hearing. Um, we see him, like, over and over again, like, practicing jumping across these rocks. Um, and then, you know, it comes back later in the episode and he just, like, leaps across all the rocks. Right. Um, And so his dad's telling him this stuff. But that night when Gus is asleep, his dad buries some lockbox out in the woods. And the narration says, like, he's not quite ready to tell Gus everything mm-hmm. yet. And so we fast forward again. Gus is nine and he's gifted a slingshot from his dad, which he immediately regrets. Waguets? <laughs> <With> what? <laughs> and... <laughs> They,
1: Whoopsies! <laughs>
0: <laughs> they hear someone yelling off in the woods and they go to the fence and there's a man that says he's looking for his sister. His sister got lost. And you know, he says things are bad out there if you, yeah. haven't, if you haven't been out on the roads. Uh, and he says, you know, once the internet went down, everything just descended into chaos. It's just factions of people looking for whatever resources are left to take for themselves. But then the guy starts to act a little suspicious, like, Oh, you you're just here by yourself. You've just been out here? Yeah. And, you know, Gus, like, I don't know, steps on a twig or something, makes a noise. And so the dad turns around to, like, tell him to get lost. And he turns back around and the guy has disappeared. But he ties a pink ribbon onto the fence. Yeah. So, like, marking it for something.
1: And then it's like he's tied them, like, kind of all the way down.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was immediately suspicious of this guy.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And so the dad starts to panic and he tells Gus to go hide and like they have um basically their stairs lift up inside the house and you can go under the stairs in like a little cubby. Yeah. And so he tells Gus to go hide there and he gets out a syringe and like makes kind of like a spear with it with a syringe at the end. And he goes off and in a little bit we hear yelling again uh, and Gus comes out of hiding to find the doe in the room. We hear more humans yelling outside, the deer flees like jumps through the window. And Gus rushes outside to find his dad. Not just
1: jumps through the window, like crashes through the window, like crashes through the glass. Yes, yes. Yeah,
0: Yeah, not through an open window. (laughs) And Gus finds his dad outside, and the dad says, you know, we're we're safe, we're safe. But he collapses. Yeah. And eventually it's revealed that he got the virus from this guy.
1: Yeah, his finger starts to, like, tremor, Yeah, basically. That was like kind of like the telltale sign. Yeah, they show
0: everyone's pinky finger trembling. And... Eventually, he passes away while Gus is out doing something, gathering eggs for breakfast. And mm-hmm. He comes back and finds his dad in the chair. And so another year goes by. Gus has been by himself, you know, doing, doing pretty well, I guess, for a nine-year-old completely by yeah. himself in the woods. But he does get really upset at one point, and he starts a fire to burn some weeds. And eventually, he finds a map that his dad drew, which leads him to the lockbox location. Mm-hmm. So he digs it up. You know, his dad had like a set of keys in his hand when he died. Mm-hmm. And so Gus has been hanging on to them. So he realizes it's for the lockbox. And, you know, it's filled with like credit cards and like useless shit from society. Yeah. But there is a photo of his mom with the initials RR Colorado. Yeah. And there's also a flyer that his dad had found a couple years previous about the preserve, which is supposedly a safe place for hybrids. Right. Whether or not that's the case, we don't know. So Gus packs up. He's planning to go to Colorado, and he approaches the fence, but he starts to smell something. It's a chocolate bar in the woods, like a, in a wrapper. Yeah. And so he opens it up, starts to eat it, and then he notices another. And so he goes to pick it up, but it gets yanked away. And then someone says, uh, 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 "You got to be faster than that." Just kidding. No one says that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to be quicker than that.
0: Is that what it is? Yeah. From that commercial. Yeah. <laughs> That's the joke I was attempting to make.
1: (laughs) I knew. I knew. I knew what random Geico commercial you were going for.
0: (laughs) And it gets yanked away. The chocolate bar gets yanked away again and an arrow flies past his head. And two poachers come out of the woods after him. They catch him and they talk about bringing him back east. And he heads but butts one of them. At this point, his antlers are like, you know, decently sized that there's like three points on each antler. Mm -hmm. So he head butts one in the leg and starts to run away. And as the other guy's about to shoot him, a loud shot rings out and the poacher like goes down. Yeah. So somebody shot him. So Gus starts backing up right into the legs of this huge guy in a hood with a sniper rifle. And, you know, he tells Gus, like, get out of here. Gus runs back home. He hears a second gunshot. And then as he's hiding on the stairs, this big guy shows up. And, you know, he he knows Gus is hiding somewhere, but he's just like walking through the room, like scoping things out and talking to him. Yeah, and he's warning him, like not to leave this house it's too dangerous out there and then eventually like he finds finds the hiding spot brings gus out yeah and they start talking back and forth and he says you know your dad told you there were no more hybrids out there but he's wrong there are other hybrids out there mm-hmm. and you know he's clearly very capable he like fixes some stuff that gus would, had been trying to fix like his irrigation system and something else yeah so he's imparting some knowledge on him before leaving And so Gus kind of like contemplates all this and he decides like, you know, his dad must have been wrong about some things. Right. So he grabs a few items and he runs off and he hops, hops the fence, sprints down the road until he comes to this overlook and looking down he sees this guy walking along the road and he says, big man, take me. Meaning to Colorado. Yeah. And that was the pilot to Sweet Tooth. What did you think?
1: Well... I really liked it. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was it looked beautiful. Yeah. I loved the way they set up this this world, this little safe space that they had in the woods. Yeah. It was super cozy. This little cottage they fixed up like I think that if I were a kid reading, like I maybe would have been able to get into this graphic novel. Like mm. just I love cuz like I loved Little House on the Prairie and like the way they described all this stuff, like, I don't know, there were a couple other books or movies and stuff that I watched that kind of just had this like homestead kind of feel. And, um, I don't know, it just seems like very quaint and cozy. And so I liked that. Um, I thought the whole thing was shot really well. I loved the way they did the passing of time with their birthdays, with with, the- with Gus's birthday. every every time like the passing of time is basically like his birthday
0: every year yeah
1: um and i really liked the way they did that the whole thing was just i mean i guess i was mostly focused on the the life with gus and and his dad um i mean that's basically what the whole pilot was about right but like but not anymore <laughs> not anymore but i liked that like so this this pilot was just i don't know it was like a nice like embrace or, or something <laughs> i don't know how to describe if that's the yeah. right word for it but it definitely pulled me in and i mean i think I think I'll probably watch at least another episode. You know, the the pilot, I mean, the the trailer made it seem like it was going to be really intense. And I wasn't sure if I would like that because it's like Mm. with kids and stuff. Yeah. But the pilot, at least so far, seemed like something I'd want to continue watching. Yeah. What did you think?
0: I I was surprised at how engaged I found myself during it because I didn't really know what to expect you know the animal parts of these these hybrid kids. I mean, they looked good, but they they had like a little bit of like a muppety feel. Mm-hmm. Not not too bad, but you know, it, right? It's deer ears on a little kid. Like yeah, you know how realistic are, are they going to look? So I didn't know how much it was going to feel like that level of like four kids basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it it was like a strange mix, like. Of, like, tones and visuals. Because there was, like, this whimsical aspect to it.
1: Yeah, whimsical. That's a good word for it.
0: But then there was also, like, kind of a dark element. Like, there's a plague that wiped out a lot of humanity. Right. And there's poachers trying to kill this kid. And, you know, now he's left the fence and it's going to be a post-apocalyptic world.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I saw something online that said, this is Bambi meets Mad Max. So, <laughs> like, I don't know what that looks like.
1: Yikes. So... <laughs> Sounds awful. Sounds
0: weird. Um,
1: Not awful in a way of like, I don't want to watch it, but awful. And like, it's going to make me feel awful.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. And I don't really know what to expect going forward. But at least for the pilot, I found myself engaged in the story and interested in what was happening. Uh, Will Forte played the dad. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah, yeah. I I, I I have
1: very mixed feelings about him as an actor.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't love him as an actor. I, I don't know if I've loved him in anything. I've enjoyed some stuff he's been in, but he gets a little grating sometimes.
1: Yeah. His well, shtick. What was good about this is that his shtick wasn't in it. I know. It was just like, it wasn't him like writing this character and. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's why I think I liked it because it wasn't his shtick. It was like him trying to be like a genuine exuberant dad. Right. In the context of this awful stuff that was yeah. going on.
1: Although when he first started talking, it was hard to like take him seriously because I just associate that voice. He kind of has a silly voice, yeah. And it's like I always think that, like, is he putting that voice on a little bit more? Like is he playing it up? Mm. Um, but no, it's that's <laughs> it's his voice,
0: just his voice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but normally, it just also goes along with a silly character.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it. It seems at the very least like it'll be a unique story.
1: Yeah. Not one that we can watch with Billy. I think it's too dark for him.
0: Yeah, especially if it gets even darker. Yeah. I don't know if it will, but I'm guessing it probably will now that they've left the fence.
1: Yeah. Too many questions we'd have to answer and visuals, I think that wouldn't be good. But like when you first see it in like those animals, like kids as animals, it's like, oh it's cute, maybe Billy would like this. Like no.
0: (laughs) He would get so bored by it, it's not animated. That's true. Do you know who what does he call him big man I think that's like his nickname in this too big yeah. man do you know who he is or what we've seen him in before do you know yes
1: uh, no I don't know
0: he so it's an actor his name is Nanso Anazie
1: yeah alright hold on let me look at let me look at his face again okay because I had it pulled up
0: uh, well I mean I, you know I thought he was good in this I think he'll be good as like the gruff drifter that like you know feels obligated to watch after this kid yeah um, And and the kid was good too we were watching something else recently where the kids were not that good. Maybe it was East Town*. When I was thinking that, there's like some big scenes with the kids, and I was like, "Ah, I wish." Oh, really? Kids were better actors. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hmm. Ah. Uh...
0: I mean, it's been probably five years, six years, seven years since you've seen him. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I have no idea.
0: He played Zarazan Daxos, the Merchant of Carth, in. Game of Thrones.
1: Oh my gosh, I would never have guessed that. <laughs> Do you know how many hundreds of characters are in Game of Thrones? Who is that even? <laughs> Zara? What? Say that name again.
0: Zarexandaxos.
1: What was he in? Like, like he would have like a three episode arc or something? No, it
0: was like almost a full season. I think. Oh. I think it was the second season when Daenerys shows up after she's left you know like the, the end of season 1 ends
1: <laughs> yeah
0: the dragons have hatched and now it's just her and her like little group and they travel through the desert and they come upon the city of Karth and he's there okay. like trying to make a power play and he you know he's got a pretty major story throughout most of the oh. that season and then gets gets it at the end I don't remember I when I saw his face I was like where do I know this guy from really I, I didn't I didn't remember it was from game of thrones but it was driving me crazy and so I looked it up and yeah and Daxos. hmm No one took him in our Game of Thrones fantasy draft. (laughs) I would like to do another fantasy draft. We just need to think of some good categories.
1: Okay, so I think a good category, and maybe we can, like, name a few, and we'll see. Maybe, like, the listeners can tell us. You can email us at... um, Or just text me. (laughs) Anyway, um, I was thinking famous TV duos. Yeah, that's a good one. I think that's a good one. And it doesn't have to be just like comedy, like any like famous TV duo.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's plenty of categories we could do. Duos, foursomes. You had the idea to do best TV moms and dads, like for mother's day and father's day, which Oh,
1: which like happy father's day, by the way.
0: Oh, thanks bud. (laughs) Maybe we'll do that next year. Yeah. We'll put it on the calendar for next year. That's a good idea. Um,
1: we're never going away, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> favorite HBO characters. Um, hmm. there's, there's lots of options. Yeah. But if you have any ideas, let us know. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on Sweet Tooth on Netflix?
1: I mean, I think I'll give it another shot. One more episode.
0: So uh, here's your favorite segment. There's too much TV.
1: Yay.
0: <laughs> we don't have enough time to watch all the TV. What are you watching Next. We have season two of Ragnarok. We have part two of Lupin. Lupin. We have potentially this. We have some other shows that we're watching for upcoming uh, episodes. What are you watching if we were going to watch a show right now?
1: If we were going to watch a show right now, like if we, when we go to bed and we finish recording this and we're going to put a show on, I'd probably do Ragnarok. Okay. Because, yeah.
0: I mean, the good thing is, I'm guessing Ragnarok and Lupin are both short seasons. They're probably like six episodes.
1: Yeah. So I figured it out. And so on the day this. You figured it
0: out. You (laughs) figured it out. What is that from?
1: I don't know. (laughs) Did you just make that up? Maybe. Um, Days of the week. (laughs) Days of the week. Um, What was I going to say? Did I
0: throw you off your train of thought? Yeah, you did. Sorry. Totally threw
1: me off. Okay, so the day that this episode is released, so if you're like a loyal listener and you're like, can't wait for Tuesdays and you're listening in the morning on your way to uh, work, Bill and I are playing hooky and we are currently eating bagels on the couch binge watching a show. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Um, We deserve it. Um, So I think I figured out that we can probably – Watch, if we don't get up from the couch Oof. after we drop Billy off until the time he I we picked I picked Tuesday because it's supposed to rain, so I don't have to feel <laughs> guilty about watching TV all day. Yeah. By the time we have to pick him up, I think we could get through the entire season of Lupin.
0: Probably, but do we
1: want to do that? I don't know. We might not be I able mean, to.
0: Knowing me, I think we'll probably get through two episodes. If we uh, get through then... two
1: episodes, I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> I'm going to be really pissed if you get through two episodes and then you go sit on your computer and do something like and I'm like what are we doing I took the day off to binge a show that's going to piss me off so it
0: should be noted that I'm not actually playing hooky I'm not that cool I just took the day off because I worked a lot this week
1: yeah right
0: I know I'm just saying you know when all my bosses listen to this episode of the podcast (laughs)
1: I did that for entertainment value for our listeners. We both are taking paid time off <laughs> that we are entitled to. Anyway.
0: Would you recommend Sweet Tooth?
1: Yeah, I would say give it a shot and see if it's your thing. Yeah, you I know, I, would. I I thought it was really well done. I-, I really didn't have a complaint about like the way the story was told or anything. Yeah. Um, I thought they did a nice job. I thought it was beautifully shot and... Uh... I mean, but I don't think that the rest of it is going to feel the same way this first episode did. So I can't say like, oh, yeah, like definitely. I don't don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it'll obviously the content will be so different. But I think that the tone might be similar in that like weird marriage of this like whimsy and fantasy and like a little bit more grit. Mm hmm. Like, I think, you know, he probably meets other hybrid kids, and there's some probably feel-good moments, but then also some dark stuff happens. Right,
1: right. Which I'm cool with. Yeah.
0: Again, I probably wouldn't be as interested if it was just, like, feel-good stuff. Yeah. Because that gets boring. Right. Gotta have some conflict. Do you think Sweet Tooth will get a second season on Netflix?
1: Hmm. Yes.
0: Things that make you go, hmm. 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 Yeah, I'll say Yes. If, they, if they're shooting for that. You know, uh, the comic was only, I think, 40 issues. So I don't know how much they're covering in this first season.
1: Right. I mean, it's probably going to be like a two or three season show.
0: Okay. All right. That's my guess. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trybypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trybypilot. And please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. Uh, leave a review and tell a friend.
1: Yeah, and um also I finally have something to plug. Oh what? You guys can follow me on Instagram on my resurrected Instagram account sustainable underscore ish. Watch me um refurbish our grill.
0: <laughs> what a plug <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, also I am officially, um, a tinned fish influencer on there. (laughs) Did, so I don't know if I told you, but like I, because everyone knows I love fish wife. If you listen to this podcast (laughs) and I got a new shipment of it the other day and it is sustainably caught and packaged and all of that. And so I did a story on my sustainable ish account. And I said, you want to talk about some sustainable ish? And I tagged Fish. How rice. about
0: some sustainable fish?
1: Oh, damn it. I you didn't, didn't say, use that? I didn't say oh, that. Oh gosh.
0: Why do you not hire me as your social media manager?
1: I was embarrassed <laughs> to ask you about it. Um, but they, I, like, I think I posted like three stories of it. I did the smoked rainbow trout and, and the tuna. And they shared all three on their account.
0: Shibby. Yeah.
1: So I'm now... A fishwife influencer guys so (laughs) you can follow me there you know Um,
0: unfortunately no one's hearing this you should always do your plugs before i say my little bit because that's when people know that the episode's over
1: okay well i'll just do this (laughs) in the next episode so catch me next week plug in this catch me next week same exact thing (laughs) but also thank you to the beats for providing our theme music
0: thanks beats bye bye watching television
1: Watching television, watching